Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Three, two, one. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How's it going out there, folks? Hope you're doing well. Thank you for showing up and hanging out with us today. Coming to you live from Zombieland. Yes, sir. Well, I want to thank you guys for checking in on us today, uh, showing up and hanging out with us today. Before I get started, um, we do have a lot of new listeners out there, so I want to welcome you guys. Uh, I want to thank you again for joining us. And uh, as you can probably tell is that we don't put out content every day or every week, sometimes every other week or so. Uh, so we try to concentrate more on quality than quantity. So if you would hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to us, that'll be great. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like and the subscribe button there so you will not miss a thing. Um, all right. Well, let's get started. Um, I've been thinking a lot about what should be our next topic of conversation. And uh, speaking with uh, Sammy the Bull last week, kind of helped me get to where, you know, where I have an idea of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about leadership. Um, it's a quality, it seems like that I think we're all capable of, but it's probably like a gift uh, that needs to be like unlocked, right? So we're going to examine what uh, leadership is, quality, different examples of situations where where leadership is needed, those type of things. Because, of course, uh, in in the Western world, we have elections and we have uh, republics and we vote for our uh, leaders and stuff like that. So 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 we want to look at at. The meaning of leadership, what it entails, um, what is expected from it, look at different stories, different leaders and kind of examine the whole thing together to see if we could get a better idea of what we should expect from our leaders, but also from ourselves in picking our leaders or who we follow, right? So I will be working off notes today. I've been studying all day, um, been getting into um, Aristotle ethics. I did uh, did uh, study for a few hours, um, Plato's uh, allegory of the cave, and also some of the... Uh, Hebrew writings in the Genesis stories, just to kind of get my mind flowing in the right direction about this subject, this topic about leadership. So like, what is, what is leadership? Like what would be uh, one of the easiest ways to describe what leadership is? So I kind of thought about it and I was thinking like, what, what would be a simple way to kind of give us an idea um, a simple idea that we could probably all understand. Uh, so I came to where we have something like the craftsman and the apprentice, right? The teacher and the student. Um, but but more like in a uh, craft, but but generic, generically, the teacher, the student, the craftsman, the apprentice. Um, you're showing the person that's under your authority. Uh, the skills and the traits needed to become a potter, let's say, or an ironsmith. The, 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 the 
artisan, right? The ironsmith, the potter, the potter, they've already worked, you know, they've already put years in their experience in learning how to do their trade. You know, they probably were apprentice uh, uh, themselves when they were younger. Uh, sometimes these, these, um, these uh, traits and skills get passed down from father to son to, to children, right? So, so, so the craftsman, if you're, if, if there's a, if there's a craftsman, now when we're just looking at, at, at the craftsman, but we're, that, that goes across a lot of different, uh, uh, a lot of different uh, levels of understanding. So once, once the craftsman is there, he's already experienced in, in, in whatever it is that he does, you know, as there. So, so. So then he gets to a point to where he has to show the next person below him, right? If they're running a business, a shop or whatever, the son, whatever, I'm getting old. I need to teach the next generation these skills, these traits that I picked up along the way that have been passed down before from my parent to me and then from me to the next child. That's, that's kind of like what leadership is. It, it, it's not only showing you know how to do it, it, it's because when you show somebody how to do something it's not as simple as just telling them you're you're working with them through experience you're working together through it showing them leading them guiding the way using uh as a craftsman the experience that they learned along the way, you know, I've been doing these carvings for 20 years, those 20 years of experience of, 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 uh, of failures and of successes and all the teachings and uh, all these things that, that gather up over, over the years, uh, gives that person the ability, uh, maybe the quality of, of a craftsman. You know, if, if I just started doing these things, maybe my work may not be as good as the guy who's been doing it for 20 or 30 years, right? So maybe I'm not a master craftsman yet. So leadership is something like that. It's, it's, not, only, it's not only teaching and, and showing a, the next person, the next, you know, the people that are under your authority, your students, apprentice, your workers, showing them the proper way and also being an example at the same time. Like, like we're going to work through this together. You're going to see me work these machines. You're going to see me cut this wood and carve it. You're going to see me do these things while you are working along with me. And I, as the craftsman, as the teacher, as the, the one um, that is over, um, not over you, but you are subject to me because I am the teacher or the or the boss or whatever. You know, I need to be watching if I have the, the right character in my leadership. I need to be watching and paying attention to you, the student, uh, to see if you're going to do things right. And when you don't do things right to to make a correction, like, oh, wait, this is how it's done. You did it like this, but this is actually the way it should probably be done or the way it should be done because of the experience has shown us, no, this is the best way to do this thing. So as the teacher, as the craftsman, as, as the one above the other, 
I need to, right, we, I need to pay attention to their work as they are learning to see if they're, if it's being done in a proper manner. That's just so, so that, that metaphor uh, of, of the, of the, uh, of the craftsman and the apprentice, you know, that, that kind of shows us what leadership, uh, what leadership is. And there's plenty of different, uh, there's plenty of different things that we can look at to kind of give us different examples that show to, to, to that will paint a picture for us of, of this quality of leadership. Like we have the shepherd and his herd, the father and his family, right? The business owner and his company, managers and employees. We got like in sports, we have the quarterback and the team uh, in 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 the armed services and the armed forces we have the generals and their soldiers anybody can be put in a leadership position hey i need you to do this thing sit here watch these people sit here watch this machine sit here i need you to do this thing now The ability for somebody to, we can all, we can all be taught to run a machine. We can all be taught to oversee this group of people. You know, there's not, there's not much to uh, doing it, but to do, to be able to do something like that successfully, um, to watch over machinery or people or, you know, important functions of a company or this and that takes responsibility and and character so so as let's say as a boss hiring somebody for a position that's gonna you know not a not a simple position that's like a lower level rung on the hierarchical triangle pyramid of the business you know someone on the bottom no someone who's actually in charge of of departments or machinery or shipping or something like that right you gonna you gotta you gotta put the right person in that in that position uh, to be able to, to to you know to make sure that those things run correctly. They gotta have the right experience. They gotta have you know they gotta use logic and maybe have some sort of wisdom in the business that you're in or whatever it is that's going on. That person that is put in charge, they need a, a, a certain character. Leadership needs a, a certain character about that person. Because we've all seen managers, we've all had managers, we've all had bosses, you know, who, who maybe somehow ended up in a position or whatever, and for, for whatever reason, they're not as experienced or they're not as, as wise in the situation, maybe because they're new to the whatever. There's all these situations that we could probably, that we've probably all experienced in our lives where there's someone in a position of leadership that we say, how did this guy end up here? How is he considered a manager or a leader or whatever, right? Because there's something missing from that person. So we can see those qualities that, that are missing from, from a leader. They're, they're, you know, they're noticeable really quickly. It's like, we're all looking for, it's almost like we're all 
able to see these good traits, these good values of, of inside of people. Um, these values, these characteristics uh, of people. We can see when they have good characteristics. We can see when they have bad characteristics. This guy's a good leader. Oh, this guy's no good at leadership. Right, so the character of of the person. Now, character is it's not it's not superficial. It's not something like that you wear like a shirt. You know, your character is 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 like engraved, ingrained in you, engraved in you. It, it takes time to build that character, that, that what's inside of you, how you act, how you behave. It takes a long time to build that. It, not, it, it doesn't change quickly, like, like, like a, something superficial, like a shirt, like clothing. So how do you build character? It's deep. It's not surface. It's, it's deep. So it's like you have to you have to make sure you know you have good habits uh, and and practicing good ha like having good habits is good but just having good habits is not enough you have to they have to be rep repetitious they have to be at a point to where where they're happening all day where 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 you're good where where you're where you're you know where you're trying to do good constantly the more you, the more you do good, the more repetitious uh, your work is. If it has purpose, the the stronger, the better character that you build through hard work. You know, it takes time to build that character, and you got to work uh, hard for it. It's like, it's like all the things that we do. Aristotle says it's uh, in uh, in the Ethics. He says. All things that we do, whether in art or whatever we do, it's like there's always it's it's for something good. It it's for something good, like so it's for something virtuous. All things that we do, all things that humans do are for something good, for something proper. And when we think of leadership, we think virtue. We think because you know there's bad leaders, right? We can look throughout history, there's been kings and stuff who slaughter their people or starve their people or hurt their people and there's been tyrants and all these things bad characters so they're leaders they are leaders because they 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 run this kingdom or they control this or that um, but their character shows in, in what they do we have uh in sports teams we have the the quarterback uh and the team uh, for more the most part, the quarterback works with the coaches and stuff, but he's he's like the the general on the battlefield. He's calling the shots while he's on the battlefield. The person in that position needs to know a few things. Needs to be hardened. Needs to be experienced and uh, uh, and knowledgeable about the the battlefield that they are on. The 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 more prepared that that person is in that position, the quarterback the leader of the team, uh, the better uh, uh, better off the team will be. When you, um, see, leadership is, is also like, you have to prove, it's not like a prove, it's not proving. It's like, you have to give 
the people a reason to follow you. They have to trust in you. They have to see that that you know your leadership. You know, there's there's they have they have to trust in you as the leader. I have to trust in the guy that I'm gonna follow into battle. If we're at war, if we're playing sports, if we're whatever it is we're doing, we're going to battle metaphorically in sports, in the in life, in business, all these things. Those who lead us into battle, we have to trust them. We've had great leaders throughout history uh, that fought alongside their men, like George Washington fought along the side, uh, right there with their men in front and the front lines, even like with not with reckless abandon, but with he had something inside of him that just led him forward that said, this is what we need to do. And this is what we're going to do. And he didn't fear. He didn't cower. He didn't. Uh, he rode in front of the men telling them to charge forward and to, you know. They had to see that they could trust their general in, in this battle. He was asking for them to, to risk their lives for these things that they were undertaking. People have to know that it is, I trust this man with his leadership. I trust that he is going to guide us properly to where we need to go. There's a bond that has to be made there, but but by what by what the soldier witnesses. If I see my general being cowardice, if I see my general being drunkard, if I see my general being things that I don't even uh, uphold, you know, things that I look that I hold in high esteem. If I see my general doing things that I don't, you know, other than those things that we hold in high esteem, now why would I trust them? Why would I follow them into battle? Right? Why would I put my life in the hands of someone like that? So a leader has to show like a little more. There's going to be, there's tough men out there in the battlefield and, in, you know, at work or whatever, but we're talking battlefield. There's, there's great men, tough men, strong men, uh, brave men, smart men. But they need to see that this general, they need to see that this man that's, that's leading us can, can basically we have he has to show that he can take whatever comes at him. They had plenty of losses during the Revolutionary War, but they had some some wins that that were that were crucial, and and those wins would not have happened with a weak general with a general that would question his his own thinking or or uh you know interpretation of what he needs to do on the battlefield you know that it, it would have never happened they would have never crossed into trenton it would it would it, it needs something special it takes something special to be able to pull something off like that for instance but that's just in battle. What about in our everyday lives at home, at work, you know, or with our, amongst our friends or in our neighborhoods? There's there's leadership things that we can do. There's things that we probably should be doing um, 
if we don't already, but because because uh, uh, humans are humans. Um, we're like uh, it's not like we're not like quite like cattle, but we can become like cattle. Um, we can be maneuvered by people who 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 are smarter than us, who are more uh, you know encouraging, and you know they're they're out of the box and they attract our attention and you know they have all these things that that you know so so people can be moved around by celebrities or whatever smart sounding people professors and actors and people with microphones humanity is like that we we group we 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 were tribal we group together so so in those groups, there's always leadership is always going to be needed, always in 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 society and humanity and groups and families and tribes and nature, right? As that so so leadership, um, there's like certain qualities, certain qualities that 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 we should look for in those of, of in, in those people who uh, lead us and those who we choose to follow because a leader knows where he's going. A leader already has the final destination in place, has already thought it through, has already experienced. The leader says, hey, it's this way. I know that if we go this way, it's going to be safe. I know that if we go this way, things are going to be good because of experience, because of, of you know, wisdom, knowledge, and these things um, that have been revealed throughout time or through teachings or whatever. You know, um, a, a leader knows where he's going. Teachers, you know, the word teacher, professors, teachers at schools. They are also leaders because they are teaching younger, young minds, um, educate, they're educating young minds, uh, which has a, a, a destination that's already known. You know, you're, by the time we are done here, you're going to know how to add, you're going to do mathematics, you're going to be able to read proficiently. By the time we're done here, you're going to know, you know, certain scientific properties and this and that so 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 teaching is leading educating uh comes from the uh greek word uh, educare educate to lead out from lead out educate is lead leadership the the word educare um to lead out from there's <laughs> You know, there's almost like uh, I heard some of the um, uh, some of the <laughs> historians talk about uh, how that word actually literally came from uh, Plato's allegory of the cave, the leading out of the cave to lead out from educate 
experience in life is we all have experience we all experience things right? we all go through life and things happen to us similar things happen to all of us in different times in different places so so we all have the similar experiences but i think i think there's a difference between having an experience and learning from our experiences and learning, being able to learn from others. If we sit and watch people, uh, society, you can see patterns of behavior. If you sit long enough and watch long enough, you will see these cycles and patterns of behavior repeating themselves over time. But you won't be able to see them if if you're not sitting patiently and watching, looking for uh, those patterns. How do we, well, when we learn these things and we, we take them in and we decide that, you know, for instance, that when we decide that, that we're not going to do crime anymore, right? Because it's bad, because it hurts people. There, there's a there's a willing there's a willingness there there's a uh what is it there's um a willing yeah you you have to be willing to to you know the, the change that has to occur in something like that right you learn from the people who you seen went to prison and because they're selling drugs or they're shooting each other or killing each other or robbing banks or even financial fraud or whatever we see people do these things and 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 if we're able to learn from what others do and also from hopefully from what happens to us then we'll be more equipped um, to tell others and and show others that hey this isn't the right road you want to go down you don't want to go down this road because i've seen what happens i know what happens that road it's pretty it's nice there's a lot of you know there's a lot of good things there you know there's lights and women and drugs and whatever is going on over there the easy life the smooth life there's a that's smooth that's easy that's the wrong road to take nothing nothing worth it in this life comes easy you have to work hard for it and even like in uh even like in in philosophy it's like you have to it, it doesn't it doesn't come easy. Enlightenment, you know, wisdom, the seeking of wisdom. It's it's a very, it's very hard, very labor intensive. Because there's a lot of thinking to do. There's a lot of digging to do. There's a lot of words to to dig through, to go through to kind of mix together and examine. And, and it's like, we try, like for instance, I as a philosopher, as someone who feels as though a calling that I wanna show you is like, I can try my best to show you, to teach you, to, to plant seeds and ideas, 
that's what we do. I can I can do my best for that. But but in like in 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 um in philosophy it's like you have to make that journey yourself. I can I can tell you the stories and I can share ideas. But but the enlightenment, the revelation, those things uh, come um, once you've had the journey. It's it at the end of that journey is where those things will come. It's almost like the Buddha. There's a lot of similarities into what the philosophy of the Greeks teach. Um, Aristotle, Socrates. There's a lot of similarities in, in what the Buddha teaches. And also in what the Christ teaches. So where do leaders go to? Where should they go to? Where could they go to? To gain more leadership skills, leadership qualities. To gain more um, wisdom. Because... Um, because so humans humans need like we so we talked about earlier like we're like we're like uh we're like cattle we're tribes and we gather and we need leaders and we need people to 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 help us along and we have people that move us and abuse and the the masses and this and that right so so the people the people need administrators right that's what leaders are administrators mayors right they're administrators they administrate the laws of the people sheriffs they're they're uh, they're the uh, they're the they administrate the justice they administrate the law the ju the judges are part of the administration of the law right so humans need administrators leaders but also uh, that that comes with a little uh uh law you know law not enforcement but um administration of the law like a lawman in the old west we we hear about these lawmen the sheriff right we have the texas rangers they were lawmen of of, of the open you know of the range they administrated justice they were the administrators of the law. They administrated the law. Right? So, a leader is an administrator. Now, now, so, so there's different levels of understanding. So, you can't, that you can't, you know, so when you're teaching someone, we don't use violence to administrate, to, to, to uh, administrate the law, right? Punishment or whatever. We don't use violence. We, we leave that, uh, we leave that for final, uh, I'm sorry, for um, last resort, violence is last resort effort to, to defend ourselves and this and that, right? So violence is always last resort. So we leave all of that uh, uh, administration of the law to the, to the sheriffs, to the police departments, to the lawyers. But humans need administrators. 
people to guide them and to teach them the law. But what laws? Okay, let's let's assume let's assume cities. None of this stuff exists, right? We're we're back in time somehow, way before all of this. The people still need leaders. The people still need administrators of the law. What law? Nature's law, the natural law, the tribe's law, the law of the land, the law of see there's these things and and how does one administrate if i don't have you know i don't i'm not the police i'm not the judge i'm not the whatever the only administration that i can do of the law to the people is talking to them showing them teaching them saying hey these things are wrong i can't do nothing to that person hey if i i know people you know i work with homeless so i'm sure some of them steal and i know a lot of them do drugs and this and that so it's like you know i'm not gonna judge that part about whatever, but I'm going to tell them when I find out that they broke into the business down the street or when they've been doing too many drugs or whatever, I'm going to tell them, Hey, you need to chill. You need to stop. Don't break into them places. Don't be, you're going to get hurt. I need to use my words, my voice, my knowledge and, and the seeking of the wisdom that I have gained or what that's been revealed to me. I have to use that to, to help others. That's the only, and that's the administrative power that I have is using my voice and using my actions to help guide people or, or, you know, that's the only way I can administer the laws of nature. Now, if somebody's kicking in the door, trying to attack me, then I have the other rights of administration of the law, which means deadly force, because there's laws of nature. And we all have that, um, that administration has been, has been, has been given to us by nature by the laws by by god humans are the administrators of the laws of justice discipline is very important in a society in in our own selves right the the the, the uh, administrator needs to have some sort of discipline or else or else it's kind of like um it's kind of like if you have dogs that um, that are you have dogs to guard your your sheep to guard your hen house. If one of those dogs has a character like a wolf where he'll sneak away and try to eat a chicken or sneak away and try to eat one of your sheep, the character of that animal, that that's not a protector. Right. That that one needs to be, you know. And, and then, like, for instance, I'm the farmer. I see this going on. I need to be aware of that things. If I'm awake and I see the old oh, man, this dog already ate a couple of my chickens. He needs to go. So protector, protection of those, protecting those underneath your authority. My animals in my farm, right? My, my, um, my employees in in uh, in our company, in the factory, right? The the soldiers that are under my authority. If I'm the general, I need to uh, protect them. The farmer needs to protect his animals, his crops. A manager in a business, a owner, also needs to protect his workers. There's a discipline there that is needed. And, and there's a character also because um, 
leaders, just like the dog that ate the chickens, there's leaders that are like that, that, you know, will, will portray themselves as something good or something useful, or I'm going to, I'm going to be good or listen to my words. And I say all the right things, but you know, we heard the uh, expression oh, wolf in sheep's clothing. That's a lack of character or, or a char an evil character, a tyrannical character, like, like Plato would say in the Republic, a, a leader that, that hurts his people that enslaves his people, that starves his people, that punishes his people. That's a tyrannical character. So, so the character of the administrator, the character of the leader is very important. And you know, and we, and look, it, it's, we're, look, we, we live in an age where, 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 we're, where we're used to now uh, seeing people from different parts of the world with different religions coming from all over the world from different experiences in life suffering different things in different regions of the world we've all seen the different disciplines the different abilities and with technology we can see across the world so we could see uh, uh, what people are capable of we have religions of the world, Buddhism, Christianity, uh, Islam, we have the Jewish traditions, we have the, the, the Far East traditions and hundreds in between. All of those religions, all of those methods, all of those um, ideals, they all seem to want to reach to something higher, a higher quality of man, a higher standard of being. You know, they call, they call it God or they call it different names. Um, but everything is reaching to, to something bigger and, and greater. So, so when we think of discipline in, in the humanities, right, the people, how we behave with each other, the religions of the world help guide people, help shape and form people into a standard behavior, a common acceptable standard of behavior that, that, that is formulated around the good, being good, doing good, hoping for the good in the future, in ourselves, for ourselves. So those, those disciplines from the religions of the world uh, help guide people in a proper manner. So when we think of leaders, I think it is safe to say that people who, who have decided to, leave, uh, to lead their lives in a certain manner with certain ideals or certain principles, uh, and they've done it for years, and, and these principles have been around for ages and you know, I think I think it's safe for us to say that, hey, I think I could trust somebody like that because because they're well versed in, in the word, let's say, and their behavior also shows it. That's the thing about is, is when we when we um, when we have 
when we accept, like say in our heart that we want to be good, that we want to do good and we start actually uh, uh, doing the things, right? Uh, um, doing, doing the things that we need to do to, to, um, to accustom ourselves, right? Doing good over and over daily, day after day, day after day. And when we mess up, returning to the same thing. Okay, I messed up. Let me do it. Let me do good again and again and again. Over time, those things become more um, frequent. Uh, and they, they, we, it, they're like habits, but we develop good habits. And the more, the more repetitious that we are with these good habits, the easier it is to do. And the, the, the stronger our character, it's building our character when we do that. Because at first it is hard to, you know, especially when, when we think, when we come from a world that's totally different, when we come from a society or, or a mind frame or a certain way of thinking that's totally different than all of this good, it's hard to, it, 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 it kind of almost hurts to, to, to switch from, from the bad to the good. It's almost like painful because of the so many years of, of being used to doing bad. So when the time comes to change over to the good, at first, it's really, really hard. It's really, really hard. And sometimes it's, it's like you want to quit. Like, man, I don't care about this. I don't care. Why should I be good? Nobody ever. It's uh, sticking it through long term this 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 stuff doesn't you know it doesn't happen quickly it takes time it takes work but it takes a willingness also like i want to be good i want to do good i want to learn i want to reach this you know the the top of that hill what is the top of that hill it could be business it can be you know societal things it could be uh, projects it can be all kinds of things but knowing that where that destination is and what you need to do to get there that's what that's what a leader is that's what a leader needs needs those traits needs those things to help especially especially if you're you're taking people with you they need to know that you know what you're doing they need to trust that you know exactly what you're doing that you will not be fearful, that you will not be cowardless, cowardly, cowardly, <laughs> scared, that you will protect them along the way on that journey because it can be, it could be a dangerous journey. It could be a, a dangerous destination. You know, going, getting there can be very dangerous. And, and those that you are leading, those that you are taking with you along this destination to that place over there, you know where you're going when you've decided that's where we're going they need to feel safe they need to trust in you the leader you who's taking them you know we have uh in the western world we have democracy we have elections in your you have elections in your nation in your states, in your cities, in your counties, there's always elections happening. Some are for local leaders, some are for regional leaders, and some are for you know leaders of the nations. What makes 
a good leader. We went over some things. You know, when um usually when when elections come around, there's always a gaggle of people who come out of the woodwork and try to convince you that that they are the one that you should give the authority to rule over you. And they'll show you how smart they are and they'll show you how brave they are. They'll tell you things that they think that you want to hear. But it's up to us as the ones who will put these people in power, let's say. It's up to you and your city. It's up to you and your nation to know a little bit more, to, to be awakened in a certain way, to have some sort of, to have a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of knowledge, knowing what to look for, knowing what is good for, for not only me, and not only me and my family, but for my neighborhood, for my city, for my nation, for my state. Because, because we, in, in the democracies, we are the ones that are putting these folks, these people, we are giving them authority over us. And it's the same across every election across the world. When it's time for elections, you, the voter, are the smartest person out there you're the smartest person out there when it's election time you know everything because you're the smartest guy out there and you're so smart you're gonna pick the right person but as soon as the right person becomes you know given that power when they're sworn in all of a sudden you're not smart anymore you don't know nothing anymore now you're dumb now you need a shh you need to sit down and shut your mouth now. Now you need to let me rule. You pick me. I know what's right. Y'all don't know what's right. I'm the leader. Didn't y'all forget? Y'all chose me. So, so after the elections, you're not smart anymore. If we are lost in our own world, if we are lost in our own thoughts, if we're not awake in our own lives, if we don't have virtue and courage, if we don't do these things that are called, that we are called to do in life, and we're not strong, if we don't seek wisdom, if we don't seek knowledge, then we will not be able to see the characters, those, the, the faults, the falseness of the characters that are in front of us telling us they want to lead us. We will not be able to see their their lies or their falsehoods because I'm too busy worrying about whatever is going on out there compared to what I should be really worried about. If I had, if I had, you know, ethics, if I was ethical and if I had virtue and courage and all these things, discipline. I, I'd, I'd want to know what's going on. I'd want to know the truth. And I would want to be active in this thing that we call democracy, this thing that we call our republic, our nation, our voting, our governance um, above, uh, a governance of, of ourselves. We need to know some things too. Or else we will be used, we will be abused, 
We will be lied to. We will be maneuvered by these folks who who have characters that are they they lack character. They they lack discipline. They lack virtue. And and we're gonna give them the keys to drive the car that you're riding in on the back. Beware of, of, of the ones, beware of those with, 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 with loud voices and uh, sweet words that sound good. They will lead and guide us, some of them in the right direction, some of them in the wrong direction. But we need to have discernment ourselves in order to protect you know, ourselves. We need to have discernment to protect ourselves from those people out there, those you know, philosophers, those public speakers, those people who want to be our leaders, they're going to, some of them are going to be liars. Some of them are going to be cheaters and they're going to lie to us and they're going to portray themselves in a way that, that, you know, that's false. But it's up to us to be able to see through that. So we have to start with a lot of work. For our own protection, we have to do a lot of work that starts in here. That starts in here, in our brain, in our mind, in our thought process. We need good leaders. We all need good leaders in society, at home, at church, in business, in our local governance, in our national governance. We need good leaders and good leaders have experience. Good leaders have dirt under their nails. Good leaders have battle wounds, have been in the trenches. Good leaders like George Washington, like Napoleon, like, uh, uh, like Alexander the Great fought with their men in the front lines. That is what made them who they are. That is what made them great. They didn't cower in the back. They said, this is the way forward. You will see, you should be able to see who the true leaders are. But you need to be awakened for your own good, for our own good. We need to be awakened. We need to be able to discern the words that are spoken to us from these people who want to lead us, from these men and from these women who want to be our governors, who want to be our mayors, who want to be our presidents or parliament or whatever. We need to listen to their words and we need to be able to discern, yes, I want to follow this man because I trust in what he says. I trust in his, in his values. I trust in what they do. I trust them with my life. I need to be able to do that. I need to be able to see that. We need to be able to see that because if we don't and if we can't, they will lead us down a dark path. And those paths usually lead to darkness and suffering, destruction. But it all comes back down to us and our ability to discern. Leadership is very, very important. That's it. That's it. Ooh, all right. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. We're going to leave it right there. Oh, Jesus Christ. I love it. I love it. All right, folks. Well, I, um, I hope, I hope, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. 
forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I just, uh, you know, as you as you know, when the when the um, when the spigot gets turned off, there's like a lot of uh, so it's okay. All right, I I hope I really hope you enjoyed that uh, as much as I did. I folks like I've been studying all day, and I really I really felt like um, it was I needed to I needed to do this today, or else we would have had to wait a whole extra week, and um, I didn't want to do that. So that's why we jumped in. I studied all day. I had three pages of notes, so we did go off of the notes today, which we usually don't, but um, just a little bit. You saw me looking down just a little bit, but it's okay. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our uh, what we talked about today. And if you did, please, please, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, tell your friends, share, let everybody know that you found this new awesome show. As the, our numbers are growing. So I really, 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 truly appreciate you guys. I really do. I just pretty amazing seeing these numbers. Uh, so I want to tell you guys that I love you. Um, what else? That's it. Um, don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends, check back on us soon because we do not put out content every day for all of our new listeners. What else? That's it, man. Uh, elections come and go um, in your nation. They will come. They will pass. They will happen. And uh, it is going to be up to you and in what you do and you and your people around you, your neighbors, your city, your people. Um going to be up to y'all to put the right people in positions of power you know to lead your nation to lead your state to lead your city in the proper direction all right all right guys i love you stay safe stay healthy anything else no that's it i love you i will talk to you soon peace out folks this is thesis <laughs>